how you are in the world matters. Overwhelm is inevitable and optional. It's time to listen up and make it optional for you. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Overwhelm is Optional podcast, challenging you to take your overwhelm more seriously so you can be more you and live with fun, happiness, freedom, the stuff that you really want, but you keep getting distracted from because you have a human mind. So overwhelm and manipulative marketing messages. That's what I want to talk to you today. So this is probably most relevant to you if you're in the online entrepreneurial space. But I also think it's really relevant to anyone who's looking at trying to be better, which is a really common thing, isn't it? So the personal development industry has been around for quite a long time. And yeah, in order to to sell a book in personal development, you want to reach people and you know, even if with the best intention, you're, you know, you you say you're doing it with the best intention. You've got this knowledge and you really want to help somebody like me. I, I have knowledge. And I really want to help people. I don't want to manipulate. I want, I want to empower. But the thing is, traditionally, marketing has been about manipulating. And, and it's justified on the grounds that people don't really know what they need. They know what they want. And I get I get all of that. But <clears throat> the problem the problem, first of all, I'm going to have a little bit of a rant about the personal development industry. So the personal development industry starts from the basis that there's something wrong with you that needs fixing. I think it's starting to change because positive psychology. So psychology up until Martin Seligman um, started working in a, in a really different way, i.e. what makes people thrive rather than what's wrong with people. Um, and thank goodness for Martin Seligman, who I had the absolute privilege to hear speak um, a few years ago. <clears throat> I, I was bouncing up and down going, Martin Seligman's going to be at this um, ultimate mental health conference thing, whatever it was called. And um, nobody around me was bouncing with me. It was just me going, but it's Martin Seligman. <laughs> yeah, Heidi, I have no idea what you're talking about, which was pretty normal for me in those days. Now I surround myself with people who, when I'm bouncing up and down, go, oh, tell me more. And I don't feel weird anymore. But who knew? Who knew that I just needed to step in the online into the online entrepreneurial world to not feel so, such a weird, weirdo? Anyway, backing up. Where was I? Lost my train of thought. So positive psychology, I think, is having a really good impact on the world in general because it's about how to thrive. Um, but not all of so the self-help industry, <clears throat> excuse me, was you know, this is wrong with you, can help you fix it. Not always. I mean, there are books that didn't quite do it that way. But it. I think for a lot of us, we got very stuck in the, I need to be better, how can I do this? And if you're a very driven person who can who eats non-fiction for breakfast, I think it's very easy to get stuck in that cycle of, well, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to be better at this, and I need to practice this. And then it gets overwhelming because you've just got all of this information and you've implemented a lot of it. So you're up-leveling your life all the time, but then you you get more and more driven. And I, I think, well, for me, certainly, and the people I work with, there kind of gets to this pattern that you can always be better. And so you'll never, you never reach a point where you're acceptable. And I think, personally, this is a, a driven by childhood for me and my clients. And it's very common, isn't it? Because, you know, raising kids is tricky. So I don't really want to go through the whole, I'm not going to do a blame thing. But recognizing if this is a pattern for you that's contributing to a state of being stuck in overwhelm where it's like 
your future's over there when you're better at something. I think it's, it's important to just pause and notice that because I'd like to turn it around with with what my Zen teacher Daisan Roshi says, and which I expect is just as is what all Zen and kind of a Buddhist thing. Um, you are perfect and a work in progress. Now that seems like an oxymoron, but it, it that's what I love about Zen is it it can't it doesn't logically fit into this kind of Western rational brain um so you're both perfect and work in progress so you're already perfect and the work in progress is letting go of the trying the striving and pushing against yourself so if we put that into this um conversation about always needing to be better the self-help industry very purpose-driven people or driven people um that means that you you can turn it on your head and you can say okay so i'm already perfect um, I need to let go of the trying to be better, which is not easy, by the way. I had this amazing conversation with one of my clients this week, and she was like, I feel like something's wrong because it's too easy. You know, I'm really comfortable with the chaos around me. And I know that, you know, she's and she's made huge progress in her business. I mean, she's literally done like a year in less than three months. I mean, literally kicking ass by well, she's working with me. She's getting out of overwhelm. She's getting really focused on what's important to her and really doing some really courageous, deep work. Like, like just one of the most incredible women I know. I just think she's amazing. Anyway, where was I? Oh, and I've lost my train of thought. I just pause a second, get it back. Yep, got it back. So, <laughs> hilarious. So, she'd reached a stage of ease. Now, I have a course and a membership called from overwhelm to ease and because I was trying to think what's the opposite of overwhelm and to me it's this sense of empowered ease when you know yourself you love yourself you accept yourself and you feel your own power and you have you your own internal navigation system is switched on you're connected to yourself your sense of purpose what your heart longs for what your body needs to have vibrant health and and more than that what you can feel in your bones whether something is right for you so you're you're really connected to yourself and daring to, to be more yourself so the word ease is a is a tricky word isn't it because lots of people are, are now putting it onto things you know do this with ease and it's like well what does what does ease mean to you I think it's really really important but what I've noticed with myself and my clients is that when we start to reach a stage of ease it becomes frightening actually it, it it's not an easy place to be and the reason for that is that we're just used to pushing hard and we're very good at it very goal-driven so if you're really good at meeting your goals by pushing and trying hard and striving and doing major like time productivity hacks and diet hacks and exercise hacks and you're really on it yeah you know your stuff you know how to make it work it doesn't always come together and often you end up in overwhelm but you know your stuff so you can push through you you achieve more than the average person and sorry i'm just got distracted by more than the average person and gravy which is <laughs> So I asked my son's girlfriend for food preferences when Christmas was going ahead and then got cancelled. And she's and then she told me them all. And then she messaged me and said, and by the way, I like I love gravy. I like more than the average person. And I love that. And I just can't get that out of my head because more than the average person. How much gravy does the average? Per and I was like, me too. I like more gravy than the average person. And, and there's some bonding going on just by asking somebody for their food preferences. Hilarious. Anyway, sidetracked. Where were we? Ease. Ease isn't that easy place to be because when you're at ease, it's the opposite to what your norm. 
if you're this kind of person who's always pushing and striving, forcing yourself to think through overwhelm, working really hard towards this, you know, more than average life, you, you want high performance, um, you want freedom, you want money, you want to make a, a difference in the world, you want to be present with your children, you want to have meaningful relationships and connection, and you want to have fun, you want outrageous success, why the hell not? Quite right too. So being at ease is difficult if your habits were to push and strive and control everything, because the, you're now it's stepping into this unknown place. It's a bit like stepping on the moon. It's like, well, where's all the normal structures? And and it's difficult, but but it's also really exciting because it's like, oh my God, this is possible for me. It's possible for me. And it also creates the outrageous success in itself, in and of itself, because the outrageous success that you want requires you not to be in a state of constantly pushing so it doesn't mean that you'll never like go like a bullet the gate after a, a goal but it means that when you do it you do it with self-awareness and not destroying relationships in the process because you've had that conversation you know so for me when I'm super focused I tend to shut everybody and everything out and and the people around me need to know that and my partner's great he just he'll just look at me in the morning and think oh she's she's in her head she's writing or she's creating or she's off off and he's really supportive of that but that's because you know that's that's about me stepping into who I am and accepting who I am and going with that and daring to build a business using that strength and that's about him just being the right person for me you know having my back loving me as I am so yeah this this state of ease doesn't mean laziness it doesn't mean everything feels easy as in oh it just all happens in some like manifesting hippie way no quite the opposite it's a real empowerment it's like do things your way to me it's about being more you and be be more you or be more me for me is my theme for this year and actually it's really bloody hard because it's not that easy to be yourself if yourself hasn't been acceptable you know if you didn't grow up in a house where you were completely loved and accepted as, as yourself and even the best households that's not necessarily happening and not from lack of intention um, you know, then then being more you is really difficult because because it's vulnerable. It's stepping out of yourself into your power. So it's, I I think for me and for the people I know and work with, we want this outrageous success where we dare to to live a life that actually works for us, where we're not exhausted and ill and close to burnout, but we're still having a job that has power in it. You know, autonomy, responsibility, impact. Um, but doing that in a way that works for us is is daring and vulnerable and requires us to be more me, but it's scary. And I, th I think recognising that and that recognising within that, that makes us vulnerable. It makes us vulnerable to anybody who who's selling snake oil, who's any, who, anybody who says to us, look, just do this, it'd be quicker. <clears throat> because we're used to taking hacks from other people, making them work. But... Yeah, I, and that brings me to what I wanted to talk to at the beginning, which is manipulative marketing messages causing overwhelm. So that could be the self-help industry. That could be the well-being industry. You know, just take this um, supplement and everything will be fine. Or just read this book. Just implement this. Just do these positive affirmations. Now, it's not that, that those things are bad. It's that it's not really. I mean, some things are bad, as in there's some bad characters literally taking your money and they don't care. There, there is that darker side. And, and that's we know that. Then there's the 
being taught how to market in a manipulative way that's disempowering, which is really common. And I've been taught this a lot and I really don't like it. It really doesn't sit with me. So I'm not, I'm like, no, it's not happening. I'm not doing it. So this happens a lot in in marketing in general, but it also happens in the online entrepreneurial work. So so I'll talk about it like this. So for example, I've just done a an online speaking gig, which was great opportunity, but it gives me and then it gives me more visibility. And that means I then get um suddenly like a hundred or so Facebook friend requests. And because I was getting so many and I was like, okay, so this is this this could be a chance to connect with people. Let's just see what happens. Some days I'll just accept them all and see what happens. And then I just delete them if they're, you know, just not appropriate behaviour in, in Messenger. And it's clear that this isn't something that's that's for me. And other days I go through and look at the profiles and think, no, that person's just going to be messaging me to sell. And you, and I just got used to this this now because this is how it works because this is what people are sold so there's a lot of courses online teaching you how to do this so you're supposed to befriend somebody on on facebook and then direct message them and start selling to them and it's really boring and irritating and i find it very disconnected now obviously it works for some people but it's a numbers game so it's the same as making cold calls on the phone so you know you make 100 calls and maybe one one person will buy or something but it's really tiresome because it's really disconnected so for me I I just don't like it I just I'm not interested and that's not how I want to do things and it's difficult that's just one practice that 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 is very disconnected for a lot of people and it actually makes it harder for people to find what they actually need so in an ideal world my dream world would be that all businesses are selling high quality products that are designed with care, whether it's a physical product or whether it's a digital product or service. And that we all come from an intention to serve and make a, make a lot of money so we can look after our families and our health, etc. So we're responsible for ourselves. We're able to give to people, you know, give to, to charity or, or, or help other people. So there's a giving, serving aspect, but we are producing things that are of value to the world and that we just can lay out our stall and say, this is me, this is what I can offer and this is how you can buy from me. Rather than there's something wrong with you, you need this from me or, you know, all of those worrying things that tap into um, possible disaster. So it's very possible to tap into that because as humans you know that's how we've evolved is to avoid disaster otherwise we die so if you think of insurance insurance works on that you know you it would be a disaster if you didn't have this insurance against this terrible event um you know road rescue what if this terrible thing happened and you were stuck so that's how marketing works but how do you and it doesn't i don't i don't really care at the moment about marketing this isn't the point of this podcast. I care about you. And I'm also standing up for how I want to be visible and also how people I work with want to be visible. And we just want to do things differently. We want to do things with integrity. And for me, it's really important. I only want to work with people where I meet them where they are. And yes, I'm the expert in my field. I can help you very quickly, get you out of overwhelm, get you focused on what's really important to you and get you working towards 
building your life in a way that really works for you. And that's 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 essentially what I do. But this episode is about how do you personally, because not everybody listening to this podcast wants to work with me. And I want to work with everybody listening to the podcast. I want to, you know, give this podcast. So my podcast helps people who wouldn't necessarily be people that who would pay to work with me. That's the point. You know, that's the point in, in giving and exploring my ideas because that's part of who I am and I want to help you. So how do you negotiate manipulative marketing messages so they don't add to your overwhelm? How do you make choices to help yourself, whether it's buying a new oven, a new car or choosing to buy an online course or a book or working you know, with a coach or mentor, how do you negotiate those manipulative marketing messages? Because I've been knocked sideways by them in the past year because I've, well, I've realised I've kind of been shipwrecked. So I went from being, you know, a highly successful but very pressured professional because I'd worked so hard to get there. I wasn't just going to, you know, uh, leave when the going got tough. So I just I just did put a lot of effort into propping up my own demise of burnout, really, which is really common. I think, you know, we use uh, holidays and and massages and relaxation and exercise and diet and sleep hacks in order to prop ourselves up in what is ultimately a toxic environment or a very unhealthy way of being. So for me, it's that successfully struggling, you know, that that never quite reaching a state of success where I could really thrive. And that's just not what I wanted. So that went on for longer than it would have done. In a way, it kind of would have been better if I'd crashed and burned at the beginning, because then I'd get that decade of my life back. But no, it's, it's not a complaint. But when we when we so I came out of that like a lot of entrepreneurs did, and I lost so much confidence. There's so much shame involved in burnout and quitting a, a career that you had a lot of standing in that you'd worked hard for that you loved and were really good at. And it's, I've personally found, you know, it's not to me, I was thinking of burnout as a very physical thing, also a mental thing, but not really, not really in that way, more in a mental thing because it was very hard to control my emotion and I was more snappy and, and I cried a lot and, you know, I found it really, really difficult. I just felt, felt like, I'd lost my skin, you know, like everything was just too much. So to me, originally, I was thinking of burnout as a recovery process, as in I needed to rest. I needed to reset and restore. But what I've actually discovered is after that, you know, after I got my health back and my energy returned and my energy is so good now, you know, and I feel like I kind of feel fitter than I've ever felt in my life because I'm really listening to my body. I'm really looking after myself. And it's really easy to do that now because I've done so much work on the body mind connection and, and really listening to what my body needs but this the, it feels like there was this deeper level of healing that had to go on which was to do with um how i let it happen and, and the shame the shame of not being able to pay into the joint account while my business is growing all of that kind of stuff and i i had become and also i think what i'd done is kind of shut i'd compartmentalize this i'd, I'd put this like shut her down on that part of my life as a failure. And it wasn't a failure. There was masses of success in it, a huge amount of success. And now what I've learned to do is go back and, and grab those bits of me. So now I'm pulling together 
the um, confident, very knowledgeable, highly skilled professional and pulling her together with what I've learned as an overwhelmed entrepreneur. So the advantage of that for you is that, you know, I'm daring to share that and say it's it's really possible to go from being really, really confident to then losing all that confidence and then finding it again. It's, it's not a disaster. And also the journey that I've been on, particularly in the last year, I mean, I've been doing this for longer than a year, but I'm particularly looking at the last year because of COVID made everything forced online and looking at how many manipulative marketing messages have made me feel like I needed to avert a disaster that I was too far away from. And it, it wasn't necessary for me to pay attention to that knowledge yet. And also the the worst ones, I think, are the disempowering ones that made, that made me feel like I couldn't do it without this help. Now, that's not saying that I didn't need to learn. I needed to learn far more about marketing and sales than I realised, you know, and that's a naivety, isn't it? And that's OK. I'm OK with learning that. What I'm not OK with learning is how to market and sell in a way that's completely out of alignment with who I am. You know, that, that that lacks integrity for me, that disempowers. It's this disempowerment that's really important to me. And what I've noticed is that the people that I long to work with need to feel that they are equal to me. And when somebody and I'm the same. So when when somebody makes me feel like I'm beneath them because they are the expert and I need their expertise and guidance. But if they make if it. If the relationship makes me feel or their messaging makes me feel that I'm below them, that I lack something, that doesn't work for me. So what I'm saying to you is what works for you? So as soon as you get if you get if you're getting triggered by marketing, if it's making you anxious in any way, and there's all sorts of marketing, there's there's kind of marketing in the news, isn't there? You know, this fear marketing about disaster. But if if anything you're reading or, or messages that that are you're absorbing are disempowering you are are making you feel that you have less than you have which is really easy to do because the human mind has this cognitive negative bias so to keep you safe but but knowing that and deliberately moving away from anything that disempowers that that depresses that makes you feel stuck that makes you feel weary that makes you feel drained and moving towards messages that make you feel like, yeah, of course you can do it. There's nothing wrong with you. You have everything that you need. You might like to try this. Here's an invitation. You know, you might like to come and work with me because this might be what's what exactly what you're looking for. But know that you have a choice. You know, you have a choice. Now, that doesn't mean that you should never go and work with a coach or a mentor. You know, I have a mentor. It's really important to me because, you know, skipping all of the or a lot of the overwhelm over which direction do I go with my business as I learn to navigate how to be myself and serve with integrity and build a business that affords us a life that I need help with. Because I don't have expertise in that yet. So buy stuff, go towards messages that help you, 
but and don't hesitate as well because I'm not I'm not I'm not saying oh there's loads of stuff take ages choosing no identify what you need and find it and ask but ask questions don't feel disempowered don't feel like if you don't do this there'll be a disaster because that's not true it's just not true but I'd also say don't waste your time so there's two things there aren't there don't be manipulated by messaging that disempowers notice when it's draining you and disempowering you maybe it's not for you not every message is for you but at the same time don't get stuck and do everything on your own you know if you're ready to work with somebody or if you really need to read that book because you know it's like sometimes you just get the right book at the right time and that book is exactly what you needed to hear buy the book read the book do the work so it's not, this isn't about just stopping and going, well, I'm overwhelmed by all of these marketing messages and they're manipulative. So Heidi says, you know, they're not for me. No, not at all. What I'm saying is you have an internal guidance system. Get out of your head. Notice that there's just a constant stream of manipulative marketing messages. Get out of your head into your body. Feel the power in your body. Feel your feet on the ground. Feel the strength of your body, your legs your arms, your belly, feel really rooted in the earth, feel feel your feet on the ground, feel strong, feel at ease, feel your sense of empowered ease. And then it's really helpful to drop your attention to your heart space, the centre of your chest, ask what do you need, what do you really need? Because the, the marketing messages that are for you are the, will be the ones that empower you, that inspire you, that draw you in because you feel safe and respected and empowered and loved just as you are at this point in your journey. And then take action. Go towards the people, the things, the products, the books, the information, the free blog, the podcast. Go towards the things that fill you, that nourish you that help you go woohoo and take off in the direction that's right for you. And when I say right for you, pretty much every direction is going to have, you know, a different adventure. It's not like right for you means it's going to be completely smooth. It's an adventure, but you get to choose your adventure. So pick the path that feels empowering, not disempowering. Know that there's a lot of manipulation. Understand that your mind is easily manipulated distracted and overwhelmed and keep coming back to what you really want dare dare to do things your way dare to do things differently dare to believe that this feeling of unease about you know a book that's telling you that you lack something dare to challenge that you know dare to shout at the book and go actually do you know what you're wrong I've got this if you have, and if you haven't, if it is pointing out something that you need to work on and it's niggling you, then maybe you need to do some journaling or talk to somebody about it. I don't know, but you, you know more than you think you know. You have an internal guidance system of your heart and your body and your gut. You don't just have to listen to your head. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by which way do I go? What's the right thing to do? I've no idea. Just pause, get out of your head into your body and ask, what's really going to fill me? What's going to nourish me at this point on my journey? And then take action. Be more you and enjoy the adventure. Thanks for listening. Have an unexpectedly lovely day and please share and subscribe. Thank you.